Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we pray and we pray and we pray and we pray. All right. If you're wondering why we're playing Bone Thugs Crossroads. It would be funny as hell if John came on here just spitting that. (laughs) I've decided that is John Kimes' walk-up music. If John came on here spitting those lyrics right there, you'd be like, what the hell? (laughs) Johnny, you got to love Bone. I think that is the most famous Cleveland musician of all time or musical act. Yes. Well, yes, but. B. Mitch would have gotten me. I would have shocked B. Mitch if I had been able to do it. I would have shocked myself. You, you shocked I everybody. Have out there yeah. so next next I, week, Johnny. I, I, like the music, I like the music, but like when I'm growing up there, I'm like Springsteen was an adopted son of Cleveland because he got a big start there. So like that was, that was my lane. I, hey, I love Bruce too, but I also love Bone. Um, oh, listen, I, I do too. Like I will say this too, like, the older I've gotten, the more I like their music. I would say that. Well, dude, I mean, I love hip-hop in all fashions, except the new yeah. mumble rap nonsense. But um, Bone is, like, more of, like, there's a lot going on musically there yeah. that well, isn't necessarily explored. Agree. And here's the other thing that's been great about the evolution of music or your exposure to it. Because back in the day, it was like you listened to a radio station and you you know they I mean, play one you know, little, one yeah genre. like right and so now like we have XM radio and the number the amount of music you're exposed to is phenomenal so like my iPod is all over the place because you're exposed to music that you wouldn't have that I wouldn't have been exposed to that was there when I was growing up but like you you know you weren't the ability to find it sometimes was tougher so yeah. I just like that aspect so it like you know. I mean, it's like I said, mine's all over the place because a good song is a good song. Yeah, totally agree. Um, and let's transition that to what is a good staff. 
Um, it's, a talking with our, it's a good staff. We're talking with our friend John Kime here, Commanders Insider for ESPN. Uh, you can follow him at John underscore Kime, K-E-I-M. Check out his podcast, YouTube page, The John Kime Report. Um, we have now met and spoke to Adam Peters, Dan Quinn, Joe Witt, Cliff Kingsbury, and now all of the assistant coaches, the position coaches. Uh, yesterday, it, it's a day I always enjoy when you get to talk to the guys a little further down the ladder because um, you get to have some good, fun conversations. What did you make of the group before we kind of dig into some specifics? Well, first of all, my highlight was being there when B. Mitch and Ken Norton Jr. basically reconnected, and it was at a much slower pace <laughs> than it would have been however many years ago. So it was, but it was, a, it was a, but it was that was pretty cool. Um, what you, what I made of it is there's a definite. Well, first of all, anytime there's a new staff, you're always going to get that. Um, freshness to it, right? Breath of fresh air, whatever I say. But I just feel like there's a pretty strong, positive vibe going on out there. And I don't think it's just, I think it's from the organization itself and guys feeling like something different is going on here or could take place here. Because you still have, like, we're only talking, what is it, February 22nd? Right. Kind of a long way to go to deem if this is a success or not. But I think right now, I think because of the change of ownership and because of some of the other changes, like there's a different feeling overall. And I think Dan Quinn brings a lot of energy. And I think that staff seems to reflect that. Um, there are a lot of guys who, have, who are coming from different systems. I think that's going to be, be interesting to see how that all evolves. Um, but, yeah, I think there's – I don't know about you, but like, I feel like there's just a, there's a different vibe. Yeah, it seems like, and also I think, you know, normally when 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 new staffs come in, they talk about how they're going to hold players and stuff accountable. Right. This staff seems like they're going to hold themselves accountable. Ah, uh, good. And point. that right there, that that that's an eye opener to me because normally I, you don't see that. That's a great point, and I think that's something. That's one thing that Joe Witt stressed in his press conference when he talked about like his job is to find a way to help somebody learn. Right. And I think that is a big deal. So, you know, I know like Anthony Lynn back in the day was with the staff. I think this is one of the reasons that caught their attention with him is that he was with the staff where they're like, you know, was told this running back couldn't learn and couldn't do this. Went out and hired a learning specialist for the guy and helped him get it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like this staff seems like at least some of those guys really seem to understand that aspect of it. And I also think, I also think a lot of it, too, starts with identifying who is a guy that you can work with because you can't just take everybody and make them into something. That's just not going to happen. But if you identify the right people, you're going to hit more than you miss. And if you want, like my thing is always, too, and like there are players here in the past who they weren't considered, quote, unquote, tough in college. And I always put, quote, unquote, because like you're playing football, you got a level of toughness, right? Yep. Especially at that level. But you know, B. Mitch knows is a separator between in the NFL between guys who be that way, and B. Mitch was one of them, obviously. So, like, if you don't, if you you can't take a guy in college who wasn't that way, and then get him in the NFL and want him to be that way, do you know what I mean like draft guys that you feel like fit what you want to do, and then you can work with them? And so, I think that's the thing I'm curious to see. I feel like that's going to happen, but we have to see because we don't know yet. Yeah. Um, 
But that off, I think that goes to the coach's accountability because when they're giving you guys that you like, hey, these guys fit. This is who you wanted. Your job is now to reach them. So I agree with you, B. Mitch. Um, I agree with you too. Uh, we're talking with our friend John Kime here on the BetQL guest line. So, I mean, I think oddly, Ron definitely ran a different organization than Bruce and Jay before him. Um, Bruce and Jay ran that thing like a frat house. Ron gave it a level of seriousness and, you, you know what I mean? Like treated it like yes. uh, uh, there was, there, they weren't wheeling hand carts of Coors Light into the building anymore. You know what I mean? Like there, there were things, yes, that, I do. there were things that changed, but yes. honestly, a lot of the on field production, for lack of a better word, stayed kind of the same and they operated with this level of condescension and confidence that kind of bordered on arrogance at times. And I think what I have heard almost to a man from various parts of this, the new staff is I I can't remember which coach said it to me yesterday, but talking about players, if they don't care, you know, they won't care what you know. If if they don't know you care, they won't know. They won't (laughs) care what you know. And it seems like there's a, a, a renewed commitment to getting into the players' brains and understanding who they are. Does that sound reasonable to you? It, it does, and I don't know that it. I don't know that it wasn't. I know for some it was a definite point of emphasis before, right? I do think that the staff they've assembled, whether it's by like, oh, this is what it was like in the past, or it just happens to be a byproduct of Dan Quinn and what he looks for. And it may be as much as that, but like they're very big on, you know, getting to know guys. And like you hear stories about Dan Quinn um, calling guys like after they've been traded to make sure that that they're okay, right? Like I mean, it's just there's a level, there's a different level of it that you can take. And I know like shoot, when when Ron was in Carolina, that's one of the things that he was known for, and it was attracted here. But but is everybody doing that? I don't know. But it definitely it felt like a point of emphasis with a few coaches I talked to about building relationships, getting to know them. And is that just something you're saying now? Does that really happen? I think that's going to be the key, but I think some of these guys can certainly point to their career and say, yeah, it does. I mean, I think guys like Anthony Lynn and guys who've been around a while can point to that and say, this is what I've been. So it does feel like it's a point of emphasis, whether it was, you know, and I don't know that it's because they felt it was lacking before as much as it is. It's just going to be a big point of emphasis with this group in particular. Like, I think yeah, I, as a former player, when uh, a coach just yelled all the time but never, ever gave me any praise, right? you know, I had a problem with that coach. If yeah. a coach uh, never asked a question about anything other than football, I had a problem with yeah. him. Because yeah. I think, what, what, just like we talk about players, if a, if I'm next to a player, I want to know something about him to make me care more. Yes. And I hope he asks me the same. But when I had a, when I had a lot of coaches that all they wanted to discuss was football, and there were days they'll walk in and I can notice something is wrong, and I'll ask questions about you good, man, and then they'll tell you about their family, but they never ask you about yours. Those guys they're lost. They don't they don't get it. They're from a different school. And I think you have to have some some uh, mindset to. Show the person that you care, just like with with kids. You know, I'm sure you met kids along the way, and you start asking questions about things. They can trust you now. They'll talk to you. Yeah, 
any relationship is, has to be a two-way street, and this is a relationship. This is not – and I think one of the words that you hear a lot about out there is collaborative, and it's and not just among the coaches but coaches and players. I mean, if you don't have the players on your side, you're not going to win. And True. so, you know, and so one way you do that, it, it, it's just – it's a workplace, man. That is, This is an adult workplace. And yeah. if in any job, you want to know your bosses care about you. You know, True. and so as more than just an employee. And so, like, I think that it, why would they be any different? And it's just, well, they make all this money. Well, but it, it, you still like human nature is human nature. It does matter. And mm-hmm. I mean, the best teams, you know, this like the best teams that I've been around um, or heard about is when guys care about the person next to them. And and, and then, you know, and they feel like the, the coaches care about them as more than just a player and it doesn't mean you have to be soft on them but you're right like just yelling at a guy it's not about yelling it's also like okay when the guy does something right how do you then react mm-hmm. and how are you trying to make them better because yelling is not the answer it's it's you know if you can be a, a, a i don't know how much did joe gibbs yell not much <laughs> right <laughs> if exactly. he did you knew he was serious <laughs> oh yeah 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 it would cut through you like and i know like when greg Bloss, if you if you guys remember greg Bloss when he was here like he didn't always yell, but when he did, he scared the heck out of people sure. because he knew like, but he was also like on your side and you knew that and you knew if he yelled, there's a reason for it. And so I, you know, I think, I mean, but you can approach it too. Like, again, it's not, if you're, if all you do is clap, 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 and you don't make them better, they're not going to like that either. They want to get better. Mm-hmm. They, you know, these guys do want to win, you know? And so how can you do that? Like, so to me, it's, you know, are you making them better and what ways can you get them there? And if one of the ways is by developing the relationship and then being able to be honest with them and, and then you have something you can start building. Um, agree. And I feel like we are all kind of feeling a positive vibe, a fresh, oh, yeah. a fresh tone, whatever you yeah. want to say coming from Ashburn. And, yeah. and some of that is just, you know, uh, whenever the new staff shows up, they, they say different things and, and sounds refreshing. Um, but I think a lot of winning games, Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and O's. How much how much talent do you think is on this team? And because Brian has, has pointed this out, like, can they be better than they were via the coaching change? Or is this thing still, I mean, there's a reason they have, $70 million of cap space and all these picks is because they know they got to get better. Like, right. how, how do they go about doing it now? Well, so I think they need more talent. And I think they know that. I mean, they, you know, keep in mind, like Adam Peters come from coming from San Francisco. He knows what a championship roster looks like, regardless of if they won a Super Bowl in overtime, that's a championship roster. So you know what it looks like and you can compare it. And, you know, you, you look at the guys out there and you look at the guys on this roster, there's a difference. And so you, they know that this roster needs some work. Can they get better right away? Yes. And I think defensively is a big way you can get better. And, you know, like if that's – I know Joe Witt is going to be the guy in defense, but it's the, it's the attitude and the philosophy that, that both Witt and Dan Quinn employ that I think can get you there. And part of that is – making sure guys understand what they're doing and playing fast and playing to them. 
And so, you know, it would seem like with the defense last year that the the more they struggled, the more they tried to put too much on top of that, and it led to more struggles rather than kind of maybe peeling away some layers. And I think one of the things you'd hear from Witt and Dan Quinn is getting guys – everybody wants to – like, we all know that every coach is like, I want guys to play fast. Well, how do you get them there? And I think when Chris Harris was here, one of the things I think he was good at as a defensive back coach is sometimes pushing back on some ideas to say, my guys are, can't do that. And so mm-hmm. you maybe take that away and it allows them to play faster. Like if you can do that, I think that's going to be an improvement in this defense. I mean, that defense was, was really, really bad. Quite bad. And, and, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it, that may have been the worst I've seen in my time covering them because they were just that bad. You know, and it was like you knew they were never going to get better, um, even after the change. And even though they played somewhat better at times, they just weren't good enough and and never were going to be. But so I think you can do that through some of that. And I think like offensively, I mean, who's going to be the quarterback? That's what we don't know. How is that person going to look? That's hard to answer. But I think you can what I really like with this offensive staff is you have a, a, a coaching a coordinator, Kingsbury, who clearly knows how to uh, employ a pass game, but you have guys with different run games experience. Brian Johnson's coming from a system with, you know, that was, is a really good running system, right? Different than what Anthony Lynn was a part of. Right. And different Bobby Johnson with the Giants two years ago, that was one of the better run games. Right? So you have that experience, I think, that can help enhance an offense. And if you don't throw the ball 70% of the time, then maybe you can have some more success on that side of the ball. Um, and, you know, so I, I do think you can have some success regardless of whatever or improvement, I should say. And then let's see what they do at the roster, who they bring in in free agency, who they, who they draft, which quarterback is it, and how do they look throughout OTAs and training camp and all that. So that will – their level of improvement will depend a lot on that, but I do think the coaching can be a help right away. Hell yeah. I think you can develop better, you can coach better, that can help, but getting more talent helps too. And the the development part, I'm sorry to cut you off that, but the development part too is, that's one of the things Quinn talked about, you know, just developing coaches and how do you do that? And some of that, like he talked about delegating more in Dallas and giving his assistants maybe a little bit more responsibility to enhance what they can do. Like, that, that, first of all, that leads to more accountability because, like, hey, I asked you to do this, you didn't get it done, or you got it done, and now, like, now you're developing a coach, right? right. Like, there's ways to do that that I think that, that will work here, but I, I think this is more built for the long haul, and we don't know what they're going to do, right? We, nobody knows what ultimately is going to happen, but I think with the way they're building it, it has a better chance for long-term success than they've had in a while. And a lot of that goes back to ownership change and all that. Mm-hmm. Like you have an organization that can sustain something. If you do do this right, then you have a better chance to sustain it. Dan is out and you have a GM. That gives you a better yeah. chance than you've had in 30 years. <laughs> a thousand percent. <laughs> right. A um, thousand percent. One thousand. Two quick things. John, when you <laughs> when you jumped back in and then said sorry for cutting me off, uh, Beamich and Landfill applauded that you cut me off. So <laughs> just just know that apparently I may cut people off and I'm not whatsoever uh, offended all the time John. If, if it happens to me. Um, two, I don't know that you have a dog in the fight. I believe Caleb goes one. They have to make a decision between Drake and Jaden at number two. It is too early to make an official prediction or anything. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Do you 
have a strong feel lean on either quarterback? And do you believe the organization does yet? I do not because, you know, I've been able to watch more of Jaden Daniels and I've watched some of Drake May. So I want to watch a lot more to see um, before I go there. Like I have, I have things that I really like and things that I'm concerned about. You know, I mean, Jaden Daniels throws a really nice ball. Also scares the heck out of me with his, when he gets with hit. the amount of hits he takes. Like, you cannot gloss over that, right? Like, that is a real thing, and it's not as simple as just slide. Like, that's a mindset thing. So can you get him out of that? Because if you can, I think the kid can be special. And then with Drake May, like, there's, like, there's a good pocket movement. You throw this. But then you see this inconsistency. And, you know, like, whether it's, you know, footwork or, or just accuracy, which is all related. So can he get out of that? Like, he's got the size. I'm not worried about him there. But I worry about this part. So, you know, and, and I don't think there's a there's not going to be a perfect quarterback fit because you look back on some of the guys who have hit, you know, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you know, um, Watson before his injuries. Like there are things that, that people were really concerned about Lamar, like, about their games, and they hit because you sometimes you get in the right spot for you and you hit. And I think that's going to be a lot for these quarterbacks too is fit. And who are they going to? How are you developing them? And so, like, the, one of the things that, again, I go back to the development aspect with this place is Cliff Kingsbury told us last week that David Blaw is one of the brightest quarterbacks he's ever been around. Yeah. So he's going to be helping Tavita Pritchard develop these quarterbacks. And I think, you know, so, like, how do they do in that area? And how does the offense fit a young quarterback? Well, Kingsbury and Brian Johnson both have experience with, with young quarterbacks. So is Anthony Lynn. So like that helps too. So is, so I think like whoever they take, I think they're creating a good spot for them to enhance what they do because fit and where you go, like Justin Fields, when he went to Chicago, like I just thought this is the worst place for that kid to go. Well, dude, to that, to that point, I was listening to RG three, do an interview last week or two weeks ago. And you can say a million things about Robert, but he said one thing that I thought was definitively correct. That, they traded all those picks to get him, and then organizationally, whether it was Shanahan's fault, Snyder's fault, Jay's fault, whatever, within three years, they basically were done with him. And a lot of it was injury-driven. I just think the, the opportunity to have a full organization aligned on a rookie quarterback is a massive departure from everything we've seen for 20 years. Well, I think that's, that's, that's why I say, like, the best thing of this for, like, when – the best thing I've seen this offseason is that Dan Quinn's pressure when you have Josh Harris, Adam Peters, Dan Quinn. Like, those are professional people in each spot. And it's, it's not, you know, an owner who thinks he knows football and is doing this. Like, it's not that anymore. And so that gives them a chance for success. But I agree, like, you know, again, we could go down a million roads with, with, with that whole era. And I don't feel like going down there. Sure. But having said that, the, the support, too, comes in with when Robert was here. They couldn't really improve the team. And part of that was that salary cap hit, that penalty also hurt them. Because now it took away, you couldn't improve through the draft enough, and you couldn't, build through, you couldn't improve through free agency. So that's also part of it, which is why when people talk about trading up for Caleb Williams, you have to take that into account. San Francisco did that with Trey Lance because their roster was at a certain spot. And how good is that team that they could overcome that trade and make the Super Bowl a couple of years later. Right. Like, 
because their roster was at a certain spot. This roster is not there. Oh, no. So that's where, like, dude, would you really want to go trade multiple picks for Caleb Williams, as, as good as he might be, and then, and then not then one? Like, are you going to improve around them? Well, that's a hard thing to look at, right? And I know – so, but that's where the organizational support also comes in. Who are you surrounding them with and, and in terms of developing and, and mindset and all that? And, you know, I, I, one of the things I really like about, like, with Quinn and these guys, like, there's a growth mindset. And, you know, you can – like, I have books on my shelves about all that stuff, right? Sure. And I think, I think that leads to an, an evolving or evolution of your – of your own game, your personal game. And I think that also can help. Like, and I say that because these are different styles of quarterbacks. So can you evolve to fit whichever one you get best? And I think they, like, I think they both have enough strengths and similarities that you can, like, you can tweak a little, you don't have to go this extreme one way or another with either one of those guys to, but you can, you can fit. Can you fit to their game? And if you have that mindset, I think you can do that. And so I think I think that's where that support also comes in. Growth versus fixed. I totally agree. Johnny, we got it. Right, Thank brother. you, man. Thanks, guys. That's our friend John Kime. Give him a follow at John underscore Kime and check out the John Kime report. Amazon's going to pay how much to stream a playoff game? Don't go anywhere. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Listen, tonight, you got the Phoenix Suns taking on the Dallas Mavericks, okay? Dallas is favored by one and a half at home. Phoenix has, is, is ahead by one game. I think I'll take the Phoenix Suns to upset them in Dallas. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Brian and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old or president of Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Gambler. So uh, there, there's been a story gesticulating out there in the in the sports universe over the last couple of days that I wanted to make sure we addressed at some point. Uh-huh. Um, 
the Nats do not win the World Series without Anthony Rendon. Not at all. He was fantastic that whole not playoff run. Um, I just I get nationally when people react to Rendon talking about how baseball is not his number one priority. Mm-hmm. But yo, we've heard this before. He told him here, like he's been pretty clear about but, this. But the thing about it though, this is I wonder though. He he has been good, and he says not his priority. If he was awful when he said that, I would react to it. But I ask this question: What if he say he loved baseball, but he did nothing to make sure he can go play it well? Landfield, Which one is best? Play the play the Rendon clip. This has a, a lot of old baseball writers. Their tidy whities are, are really in a bunch. Is it still a top priority for you? That's never been a top priority for me. This is a job, so I do this to make a living. Uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Is it a priority? Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here, aren't I? Do you want to be here? I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> seven in the morning or whatever time <laughs> it is. So, Did you, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have answered your question. So why do you keep picking at it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you technically answered it. Thank you. <laughs> So what he said right there, I I see absolutely nothing wrong with it. He said, basically, my family comes first. And I think almost everybody I've been around that's been successful in sports, they tell you that. Their family is first. And then they have that driving force to let them go out to this job. It is a job. It's a job that a lot of people have out there. But the ultimate thing is, how does he play the game? Does he have step? So does, the, he, does he not work a lot? You know what I mean? The problem is since he got the big contract in L.A., it just hasn't looked very good. Uh, I mean, in Washington, in seven seasons, I think he hit almost 300. He hit 290. Mm-hmm. And in L.A., now four years, he's hitting just below 250. Okay. Like, th- I think that's the issue. I think he's missed, he's missed a, I think, at least 100 games in every year since he got to L.A. Um, but, but him saying... But, it's not a priority. I don't think it's a story. Still, people go through slumps. Uh, you 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 hit better when you got better people around you sometimes. So him saying it, listen, I used to love to hear people say, I love this game of football. It's my life. Then I watch them, and I'm like, they lying their ass off. But I think he puts a lot in it to be good at it. But is it a job? Or is it something above a job? It's a, it's a job. Can we can we tell a secret to people? Let's tell a secret that you know and I know. There are professional athletes in every sport. Basketball, hockey, mm-hmm. baseball, football. That don't love what they do. But they, they do love, it because they, they make a lot of they money. They love the lifestyle. They love what they get from it. They love the notoriety. But they don't love the actual game. You know, I don't expect everybody to have the same driving force. I absolutely love playing football. And there are plenty of people that do love the sport but they play. I love playing football, but you know what? The stuff that came from it was it was very nice, too. And I think a lot of that was pushing me sometimes as well. Sure. I, listen. <laughs> when, I can, when I can now walk into a store and buy my dream. I think a lot of people resent the money pro athletes make because they also played sports in high school or maybe college or maybe just middle school or whatever and did it because they loved it. And a lot of 
pro athletes love the sport they're playing. They live and die for it. But some of them are just so damn good at it that they're playing. They just do it. Yo, Jacoby Brissett loved basketball. And then I think his, I think he told me the story that his mom finally made him play football and he was really good at it and realized, yo, this might be a career, so I'm going to pursue it. He's six what? Six four, six five. And he's a bigger guy, so he has to be like a center. He wouldn't have did well in the NBA. Right. Like, so he found something where he could be good at, a quarterback, and makes $8 million to chill for the most part. Anthony Rendon was, if I recall correctly, and I'm, I don't want to act like I'm a beat reporter for the Nats or anything, but I've been in that clubhouse over the years. His reputation was fairly aloof that he, he, he wasn't really a media guy. Like, he wasn't one of the guys. I don't think Most this should be guys that big of a surprise. media guys, to be honest with you. And then the reporter's clearly trying to get at him. That reporter was trying to get a certain thing. He, he didn't he, – he, he was trying to write a story exactly how he wanted to write it. I just – guys, not everybody it lives and dies with the pro sport they play. Now, has Rendon – He's missed at least 100 games in four straight years. But that I, don't have nothing to do with loving the game. If you're hurt, you're hurt. Or maybe you're not pushing through stuff like you used to. Like it could when be a little bit of both. When you're younger, you push through. When you're older, it's hard to push through. Your body tell you, now nah, you can't do this. Or your agent tell you, now nah, you can't do this. And you signed a seven-year, $245 million contract. Yep. And it's like, guaranteed. I absolutely loathe this phrase. Don't hate the player. Hate the game right there. Um, speaking of the game, you know what I did last night, B? What'd you do? Played some pretty damn good paddle. Uh. You know what's coming up this weekend? What? Me and my boy, Will Korengold from Oarsman Automotive of Virginia, we're teaming up to take on the world in a paddle tournament. Mm, y'all gonna win? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we're gonna try. <laughs> um, but that's the kind of relationships we have with the Oarsman Automotive of Virginia people. I, I was hanging out with Will last night. I was like, oh, actually, B just got a new car from Billy. He's like, I know. Billy reached out. We love that he's uh, how much he loves the Kia. Corrigal was driving the Telluride. You're driving, what, the EV9? EV9. Whatever, Electric, baby. Whatever car you're looking for, they've got you. Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. Seven locations all over northern Virginia. Uh, Buick, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, GMC, Jeep, Kia, Lincoln, Ram, Two Toyota stores. They got you whatever you're looking for. They'll sell it to you. They'll lease it to you. And they'll buy back your car. But above all else, they'll treat you like family, like they have Brian and I. And they'll give you the Oarsman Lifetime Edge. And that's, I think, the best thing they have. Yeah, they have great service. They have great customer service. They will go out there and make sure you get the best possible financing. But the Oarsman Lifetime Edge is the best thing that they have. They give you up to $1,500 in extras, including complimentary car washes with every scheduled maintenance. They give you loaner cars with every major maintenance, and they give you that lifetime engine guarantee. And as JP said a little bit earlier, you know what? If you go to Oarsman and you want to sell your car, they will pay you up to 125% of the Kelly Blue Book value. I got the most money from Oarsman than I would have gotten from anybody for my car when I traded it in. So take it from us, be Mr. Finley, two extremely satisfied Oarsman customers, and let's ride. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Um, couple quick replies I got via Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, to the Rendon thing. My guy, Sports Ball, says, everyone knows family comes first. If I went to my boss and said, this isn't my priority, I think I'd be in trouble. That's not what happened, though. He, he said didn't, it he is didn't go priority. to his boss randomly and just say that. He yeah. was I mean, I, I, he was kind of badgered into saying that. Two ears and one mouth, okay? The man said, yes, it is a priority. It's my job. But he's telling you his family comes first, which probably motivates him to do very well in a job that he knows he can do that he doesn't just think it's the end of the world. And most people, everybody out there, think about it. Do you love going to your job every day? Well, or do you love the, the, the security it gives you? Landfill, what did you just say to me in the break there? I said Anthony Rendon is like one of the millions of people that don't really love their job but do it for the money. I mean, facts. the dudes that, remember, what do you figure it is, quarterly? Maybe it's once a month, once every two months. We randomly see the dudes on the ropes cleaning the windows of our office building. You think those dudes are in it because they love being on ropes, going to the 10th floor to clean office windows? <laughs> I imagine they get paid pretty well because that's a crazy-ass job. Ex-football players. All season when you got maxes and you got to run the, the conditioning test, do you love your job at that moment? B, I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Think about how a lot, there's a sector of fans that get mad after losses when guys do the jersey swap after, mm-hmm. or they'll they'll take a picture or post it to their like. I, I think this is it's, really is what people do these days. I think this is really smart from Fat Poet. Um, Fat Poet says the problem with the statement Rendon made is fans want players to love the game the way we as fans love the game. Fans want players to watch games and live and die with every win or loss. The question, I think he's right. Fans want that, but the guys don't necessarily have to feel the same way. But the question is, the player puts his body through hell to get there. So he loves it more than you think you love it. Okay? Are you going to work out with them? Are you getting yourself prepared to go play? You just go there and complain about things you probably can't do. So he's telling you, he he basically to me once I heard the thing I thought it was a it's a it's a nothing. He said my family comes first, and then the guy said, "Well, it's not a priority." He said, "I did not say that." I said, yes, it's a priority. It's my job. So anybody out there, do you love football more than you do your family? Then you you got a damn problem. You need to go lay on the couch. Somewhere. Especially you're not even playing. Yeah, you're not playing. So you love that game more than anything in your life. That's a mental issue. Well, and then I, I'm gonna take a stand here. 
I understand that Jonathan Papelbon responded to Rendon's comments. Listen, Papelbon, it seems like an interesting character for sure, um, was here. Like, I just don't know that Papelbon further amplifying this story is anything but like the sports media vortex recycling itself for new content. Mm -hmm. Because... Let's not forget that Papelbon choked out Bryce Harper in the dugout. Like, for Bryce not jogging out a, a fly ball or whatever it was, like, you need you need players to take their jobs seriously. Ideally, players love their jobs. But there is a, a place where it probably goes beyond what it should be. Yeah. So, my choice is not to further amplify and, and just – Jet wash a, a relatively mundane comment from a guy. Dude, if you want to grill Rendon about, hey, man, what's up with the injuries? Do you think you could play through more of this? Or are you just, you're not physically there? I, I think that it would be more interesting. Or, dude, you've hit 233 for the last three seasons. Has your swing speed slowed down or whatever? Like those are, are, are more relevant. Um, I I don't know. Here here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to get back to football. How does everybody feel about that? Jeff, you good with that? Yes. Jeff, do you love your job or do you do it for a paycheck? I love my job with all my heart, but yeah. I do it for. So a you paycheck. do it for free? <laughs> but I do it for. I was paycheck. gonna say, but I do it for a paycheck too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jeff loves his job so much. I'm pretty sure he was on air with poet like 10 minutes ago while we were on air. I wasn't see, I wasn't, you were in there. Yeah. Now I was supposed to be on air too. So you could kind of, and we was in, we was in the break at that time. I thought I had to run to the restroom and then things calmed down. So everything's cool. Um, if you remember yesterday, yeah, everything's good. There was not a. A L situation in the kitchen. We kept everything together. <laughs> um, now, yesterday we ran through kind of the quarterback tiers in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. The guys at the top and what their what their relationship status is with the team that employs them, right? Okay. Um, at the very top, the relationships are very strong. Kansas City and Mahomes. Um, Josh Allen and the Bills, Lamar and the Ravens, Burrow and the Bengals, Herbert and the Chargers. Now, this is a Ringer article. They talked about love at first sight for Stroud and the Texans and Jordan Love and the Packers. But I got to tell you, some of the some of the headlines, some of the titles they gave quarterback relationships for lesser quarterbacks with lesser teams are really damn funny. And I want to go through them when we return. It's be Mitch Fuller. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 